Hello everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Worship Podcast from SacredEyes.com, where we explore and work with all the ways that our worship shapes and defines our lives. My name is John, and today I'm beginning a new series for the month of May about how our worship can overwhelm us in a good way. We begin in this first episode of the series by exploring how worship can lead us into a truly awful life. If you find this conversation meaningful, then please like and share it. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or in your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to go deeper with these ideas, then check out the Sacred Eyes Patreon page where you can find the full version of this post and also receive bonus content and exclusive discounts on premium Sacred Eyes resources. Thank you so much. I'm a lover of words, and I'm fascinated by how words evolve over time. That's why I find the word awful so interesting. While it can simply be an intensive, meaning exceedingly great, it often refers to something that is exceedingly great in how horrible or terrible it is. When we say that something smells or tastes awful, we mean that it is extremely bad. It's clear from these examples that we've lost the original connection with the idea of awe. Originally, awful meant simply full of awe, in the same way that we now speak of something being awesome. I've become convinced that the experience of awe is essential to a rich and vibrant life. We all need an awful life if we are to live fully, creatively, authentically, and meaningfully. At their best, spiritual practices, and especially worship, are designed to lead us into regular and life-enriching experiences of awe. Unfortunately, too much contemporary spirituality has become prosaic, shallow, and focused on giving us quick shots of adrenaline and dopamine. Don't get me wrong, these experiences of pleasure are necessary and good for us, but when our entire spiritual life is directed toward quick highs, it becomes counterproductive and even destructive. We need something deeper, richer, and more transforming to sustain us in this crazy world and lead us to our most abundant and connected life. One of the most profound spiritual experiences of my life was arriving at Westminster Abbey just as they were due to begin Evensong. My wife and I asked if we could join the service and were allowed into the sanctuary. As we waited for the service to begin, I browsed the brochure we had been given and discovered that worship has been happening on the site of Westminster Abbey for over a thousand years. This awareness drew me into a deep sense of connection with the ancient human impulse towards spirituality, and my experience of the worship was nothing less than awful. The fact that I'm sharing this story more than a decade since it happened reveals how deeply that moment impacted and continues to impact my life. But what is awe really? It's easy to speak of awe and to say that we need more of it in our lives, but what does that mean? For me, awe is the experience of being stopped in our tracks by something amazing, moving, and inspiring in its beauty, truth, and goodness. 
All leaves us breathless as we are overwhelmed by something beyond our comprehension. And it gives us a visceral sense of being connected with something bigger than ourselves, transcendent, mysterious and glorious. These experiences of awe can be triggered by natural phenomena, human achievements, artistic expressions or spiritual experiences. And these experiences of awe are not just nice to have. They're essential to our mental, physical and spiritual health. We can't live our best, most abundant lives without regular encounters with awe. Awe has been shown to reduce stress, increase positive emotions, foster creativity and curiosity, and enhance our sense of connection and meaning in life. And from a spiritual perspective, awe can deepen our faith, broaden our perspectives, and open us to the mystery and beauty of the divine. Yet in spite of all these benefits, it is far too easy to live without any sense of awe at all. It seems to me that our world is increasingly driven by what is immediate, productive, efficient and disposable. We've lost our connection with the awesome cosmos, our awesome earth and even our own awesome humanity. And we've become increasingly cynical, skeptical and addicted to immediate gratification. That's why we need practices that help us to be intentional about seeking out and experiencing life-transforming encounters with awe. So how can we do this? There can sometimes be a temptation to believe that awe-inspiring experiences need to happen spontaneously, like when my wife and I encountered a group of baboons on a hike in the Drakensberg in South Africa. It can feel like planning robs an experience of awe because we know what's going to happen and we're prepared, but that's not necessarily true. Sometimes the preparation ensures that we are more open to the awe we encounter and less likely to be distracted and miss the moment. So as much as it's a good idea to welcome and dive into the unexpected experiences of awe that come our way, We can also bring more awe into our lives by being more intentional about creating awe-filled moments for ourselves. And here are two quick suggestions for how we can do that. The first is, we can repeat our experiences. I've often found that spontaneous experiences teach me what I experience as awesome, and then I can use that information to repeat the experience when I need an awful moment. For example, I know that great musical performances usually move me to awe, and so I listen to music often and I watch concert videos whenever I can. I also love grand views of mountains, rivers, beaches and the ocean, so I go hiking and I try to get to the coast whenever the chance arrives. What experiences of awe can you put on repeat in your life? What might it add to your sense of aliveness if you were more intentional about inviting awe into your world? And then the second way we can bring more awe into our lives is through awe-inspiring spiritual practices. As I've mentioned, spiritual practices are designed to open us to experiences of awe. Of course, not all practices have the same impact on every person, so it's good to find the ones that are most helpful and meaningful for you. I find that walking a labyrinth when I can is always a moving and meaningful experience for me. 
I also love simple rituals that I create for myself around significant times in my year. What's great about spiritual practices is that they are always available and they are such a simple and easy way to be intentional about opening to transcendence. Many people find meditation, mindfulness, gratitude and or sacraments to be meaningful practices. But what are the practices that are most helpful for you? How can you use them to enhance your experiences of awe? Of course, the practice of worship in a congregational setting can be a wonderful collective experience of awe. But for this to happen, those of us who craft and facilitate worship gatherings need to be intentional about creating opportunities for all full encounters with God. In the full Patreon version of this post, I explore some ideas for how our preaching, prayer, rituals and liturgies and music can create moments of encounter with awe for our people. So if that sounds like something you'd like to explore, head across to Patreon and sign up. You'll find the link in the show notes. The experience of awe can be deeply healing, encouraging and transforming. Awe has the power to expand our minds and hearts and our whole lives are enriched when we enjoy regular encounters with awe. When we gather for worship, especially with the openness and inclusivity that comes from a progressive perspective on faith, we can experience moments of awe that teach us to seek out and enjoy all full moments intentionally and often. And that can lead us into the great joy of a truly awful life. Next time I'll be exploring the gift of wonder and how it can lead us into a more meaningful, authentic, connected and creative life. And I'll be talking about the difference between awe and wonder as well. I hope you'll join me for that. But for now, that's all I have. Thank you for giving me your time and attention. And remember, how you worship defines how you live. I'll catch you next time.